Greetings adventurers and prospective DMs alike, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Screen, your place for DM tips and guides. Thanks for joining me, I'm your dungeon mentor, Brady. Today we're going to be talking about how to tell your story. And whenever I say your story, I mean, you know, if you're wanting to homebrew a story in a setting and you have this great idea for, you know, this fun adventure that you think that your uh, party would like, or even just running uh, a pre-made module that you can hop right into and kind of have a story that's already made for you and you're just basically running through it and, and having a good time. But um, I just want to take a few minutes to talk about uh, the different types of ways that you can tell a story. So being a DM can sometimes be a little bit of extra work both on and off the board. Um, but if you aren't prepared for that gaming session, um, you know, it can be even that much more work for you as a DM. Uh, so just having an idea of what you're wanting to do um, story-wise can really help kind of direct the flow of the the play and just all, all the kind of stuff like that that you'll be doing within the game. Depending on your, your DMing style and how much free time you have outside of your sessions can kind of affect what direction you want to go in, but you know, there are, there are several options and we'll talk about a few of them. Uh, so, you know, if you're kind of a loosey goosey, make it up as you go, kind of a DM and you don't need a ton of prep, um, you know, that's, that's one way, or you can be more of the hardcore by the books rule stickler. Uh, you know, you probably have to do a little bit more prep with that than you would with the kind of loosey goosey style, but it's all personal preference, uh, and whatever works best for you. But uh, here are a couple of options that you can use whenever you decide to get into your first uh, or many numerous uh, sessions and campaigns that you uh, decide to do. So talking about the story, there's kind of two or three kind of main, way, uh, main ways or kind of roads that you can go down. And um, these consist of several different options that you have when you're running your game or your session. And we'll talk a little bit about the pros and cons of each and uh, kind of go through and talk just a little bit about each of them just so you have an idea of, of the options that you do have. So uh, the two main options that you have are the pre-made modules and then the homebrewing and then kind of uh, the third option, I guess you could say, is sort of a mix of the two. But we'll start off with the pre-made modules and these are storylines, arcs, quests, characters, and the whole world and everything that you would need, they are already pre-assembled, pre-written, all the info there that you need and the details that you need all in this one package. And they're sometimes called modules or campaigns or stories or one-shots, but they're basically just pre-made and all ready for you to go. Wizards of the Coast, the company that makes D&D stuff, they have tons of pre-made modules uh, and one-shots that you can purchase or find online. Um, these are a really good source, um, especially the the licensed ones, uh, you know that you're going to be in the same world, uh, consistency and, you know, stuff like that, that you'll, you'll have everything that you need to do. Um, these are great because it takes up, takes a lot of the pressure off of you in terms of having to make it all up on your own. Uh, because, you know, as we talked about in previous episodes, just world building itself can be pretty overwhelming and can be time intensive. Um, so it's, you know, it's just a lot that you have to do, but with these pre-made ones, all the story beats, encounters, quests, items, areas, villains, you know, etc., are all ready to go, and all you have to do is purchase a module or find it to use it. So the trade-off is 
the time to read over the info and be comfortable with it, uh, that's kind of the big trade-off because it isn't a bad trade-off because if you don't have tons of time to sit around and create your own world and setting and characters and lore and background for everything, um, but you do want to run a game, you can just sit down with this module and read over the information and have it there ready for you to go. But it is a lot of information. And whenever I say a lot of information, it is a lot of information because you got to think about it. Everything is included. So you've got, you know, the background to all of your characters or the background to your villains and why they're doing this. And then the overall story itself and the details of each place that you go to. And if somebody searches, you know, this, this wall over here and there's a secret door compartment, you know, that it's all, everything is in there, even all the loot that you would find. Um, and you can, you can kind of throw in some little flavor stuff here and there, but everything is going to be in there for you. So it's, it's a lot of information, but it's also a lot of good information that you're not having to make up yourself. So if you can take the time to just sit down and kind of read over the whole thing, not in detail, but just kind of read the main story beats, read the main about the main characters, about the villain or whatever trouble is in this setting that your characters or that your players are going to be taking care of and just kind of get the overall story and the direction of what this is and just be familiar with the setting um, that will help you in the long run. And then whenever you're getting ready to go into a session, you know, a couple days, two, three days, I mean, even the day before, but if you have a couple of days to sit down and maybe read over the first chapter or two uh, that they're broken down into, or just the sections that you think that your characters will encounter and just be really familiar with them, read over them, get all the details down, maybe make a few notes um, and just have it set in your mind. That way when your characters or, and your players go in to play this part of the setting, you're very familiar with it and you have all that, you know, have all the stuff in your mind. So that way you don't have to sit down and reference each thing, you know, like whenever they encounter something, well, let me read. Um, so you went into this room and this house and uh, it's got this stuff that way whenever they do it you're just like oh yeah I remember they have this and this and you can just use it for reference to go back and forth with um, and you're not having to kind of parse it out and read it to them unless you want to do it that way that's fine do that but uh, it just helps if you're familiar and it helps with the flow of the story and just the everything kind of keeps going a little bit smoother uh, but that's that's one option that you have is the pre-made modules. I would definitely suggest going out and checking out some of the stuff uh, that Wizards of the Coast does. You know, they have Ghosts of the Salt Marsh. Um, they have like Rise of Tiamat, um, Lords of Waterdeep. These are all big. I mean, they're, they're books as thick as the player books, uh, player handbooks. But they can be really long campaigns or, you know, depending on how your players go through it. But it has all the stuff that you would need, and you just purchase that, and you read over it. And uh, it's also just another place to get a lot of good lore if you're a lore junkie and you like to see and read about the world and stuff like that. It's a good option for you. So then uh, the other option would be homebrewing, which is the complete opposite uh, of purchasing a pre-made module, and this is where you're creating everything from scratch. Uh, kind of like we've talked about again in the world previous world-building episodes, this is where you're making everything up. Um, you know, the characters that they'll, your players will be interacting with, the settings, the dungeons, or the, you know, the caves, or whatever place that they're going to be going into. It's creating everything from scratch, the items, um, 
even the story itself uh, can is, is just made up on your own. And um, it, it's a lot of fun, but it, it's, it's a lot of work. So, you know, aside from the great exercise and creativity, it can be a, meet, a more like free-flowing and more of you and your players creating the story as you go along. So in this, you can kind of have an idea of a story that you want to do and kind of have all your big players uh, kind of made out in the direction that you want to go. But then it can be more of your you and your players doing that cooperative storytelling and maybe things evolve to where you didn't think about that this story is going to go and your characters take it off in another direction, but you can take that and run with it because your world is a little bit more freeform uh, and they can kind of you know, flesh everything out as they go um, to make up this world and this story. And as I said, this can be a lot of fun and can lead to a lot of fun and interesting story twists and moments and you know, times for characters to shine or dramatic moments or these cinematic moments. Um, you know, but it can also be very fun for your players to explore these worlds and these stories that have never been seen before. So there's more of a feeling of true exploration and discovery. Whereas, you know, with a pre-made world of the D&D world, you know, like Faerun or wherever it, wherever they're going to be at, you know, the characters already have an idea of like, oh, this town's in, oh, that's over there, you know, Daggerstone Mountains or whatever. They kind of feel like they've been there before, but with this new setting, it's more of like actual discovery and, ooh, I wonder what's beyond that hill. You know, I'm, I may not have, my character may not have been there before and nobody knows what's there except for you and you get to let them create, you know, discover and create those moments of, oh man, this is awesome. We're exploring this un- unknown world. So uh, it, it can it can lead to some pretty cool moments. The cons to this, as we said, is the time sink. Um, it's creating a new world and characters and all this stuff that we've talked about and a story can be very, very time intensive. Because, um, I mean, you've got to set aside the time and it's one of those things that you can do, you know, just in your mind as you're driving or if you're working or whatever, you can think, oh, that'd be cool. And you jot that down. But then you actually have to sit down and sort of make it all fit together and be cohesive. So it, it can be a, a lot of time, uh, especially if you're having to draw out all the maps that they're going to be on or, uh, you know, creating the characters and getting their stat sheets. Um, it, it can be quite an undertaking um, unless you've done it before. I mean, it's still a lot to do, but uh, if you've done it before, you can do it a little bit more rapidly. But if you've never done it before, it can it can be quite intimidating, but it is a lot of fun. But even then... Um, you know, with this time it takes to sit down, you've got to order all your thoughts and then you have to get everything ready for the session itself. So you've got to have everything written down and in front of you or at least very firmly stuck in your mind. And it's just a lot of time to sit down and do it. But if you do have the time um, and enjoy being creative, this is a very good option for you. Um, so this this is mostly how I've done almost all of my campaigns. I've homebrewed all of my cam- most mostly all of my campaigns from the ground up. So I've made the world, uh, I've made the people, I've made the cities, I've made the quests, I made the story, uh, everything. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It can be very rewarding to have something like that that you've made yourself and that you get to play with you get to share with your players and play through and kind of also discover a little bit and have that moment of discovery or those times of discovery and excitement yourself as a DM. Because it's like, oh yeah, I didn't think they would interact with this place as, you know, like that or do this or do that. So it, it can be a lot of fun and can be very rewarding, but again, it is very time intensive. So then the third option 
um, is a good one, I think, because I've done it this way as well. Uh, and that's just homebrewing your own campaign and story in the confines of a pre-made world or setting, uh, like using all the canon of D&D stuff. You know, again, using the setting of Faerun or Wildmount or, you know, wh- wherever, Waterdeep or Baldur's Gate or any of these places or just the whole world itself. So you already have all the lore and the world and the setting and, you know, even some characters and uh, big players in the world. All of those are already made up for you. And then all you have to do is think up your story and you just kind of plop it down into there. So it's sort of like a plug and play. You know, think of it that way. You've you've thought up your story. You've got your extra characters that you need and maybe some other items or stuff like that or encounters. But you're drawing upon all this other pre-made stuff. So you're not necessarily having to stick to the confines of a pre-made module where this is how the story is, this is these encounters, this is that, blah, blah, blah. It's more of, I have this setting, and this is my story that I'm going to tell within this setting. That's a very good option. Um, it's a it's a good happy medium. It's not quite as time-intensive as homebrewing the entire setting and everything yourself, but it's not quite strictly within the lines and having to stick to the story of these pre-made modules that you have. Uh, you have, you know, pretty good flexibility and it's it's a good way to knock off some of the time from having to create everything yourself. You can just think of these stories, plop them in there and have your characters um, or have your players interact with these characters that you've made and these worlds that are already pre-made. And you sometimes still get that uh, that sense of exploration and stuff because they're, they're experiencing new stories that aren't already part of the D&D canon. So... Uh, it's it's a very good happy medium of the two. So those were just a few quick ways to think about telling your story. We can go into in depth more ways to actually you know make villains and make stories and do storytelling. Uh, if that's something you'd like to hear, just uh, let me know uh, in some of the comments on our Facebook page and stuff like that, uh, or email us. But I just wanted to talk really briefly, have a little short episode here about you know, ways to tell stories and ways to tell your story if you decide to make your story. So um, that's that's it for this episode. Um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it if you, if you keep tuning in. Uh, you know, reach out to us. Let us know that you're there. Um, or if you have ideas or questions or comments or things you'd like to hear about in future episodes or have me cover in more detail and more in-depth, uh, let us know. You can reach out to us at our email. That's the vitamin D and D podcast at gmail.com. That's the vitamin D, the letter N D podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I check that pretty much every day. If you've got anything to say, you know, let us, let us know on there. Uh, or you could reach out to us on any of our social media. We've got uh, our Facebook page is vitamin D and D podcast. Check us out there. Comment on stuff. We, we read the comments. Um, if you engage with us and uh, we can get on there and, get any questions or suggestions or comments that you have, uh, let us know, you know, if there's anything that you do like that we're doing or that you think we could improve on, let us know. We'd, we would like to hear from you. Uh, or you can hit us up on Instagram or our Twitter. And again, if you just search the Vitamin D&D Podcast, uh, it should come up on all those major social medias. And uh, let us let us know what you're thinking. Let us know you're out there, and we'd, we'd love to hear from you. So um, that's it. Thanks for joining me. I hope today has helped inspired you or gave you some ideas to help you for your forward sessions or if you're running your first session, hopefully these can help you get rolling and get going on your way. I look forward to seeing you here next time beyond the screen.